Ni hao, and welcome to another edition of Ta Talk, where we take teaching theory and turn it into teaching practice. The theme for the month is going to be meaningful assessment. The idea behind meaningful assessment is, are you giving assessments that have a lot of meat to them? And what I mean by that is not how the assessments are written or not how the assessments are formatted or anything of that nature. I mean, what are the assessments capturing of the student? Are they capturing content? Are they capturing skills? At what level are they capturing these? These are all things to consider when you're making an assessment because you want to make sure you're giving an assessment not for the sake of just giving it, but it, it's going to give you information that shows that your students have mastered what it is you've wanted them to learn. And so it's really important to create assessments that are meaningful to both students and yourself so that you get a good idea of where they're at. So today I'm going to be talking about performance assessment, which is an alternative type of assessment. When we think of assessment, we often think of pencil to paper, multiple choice, you know, true, false, matching, things like that. So uh, performance assessment is a bit different. Performance assessment actually asks the student to perform something. Now, it can be in written form, uh, but it also can take other forms as well. The question becomes, what is performance-based assessment? So performance-based assessment basically requires students to demonstrate what they have learned. Um, including the process. And this is really important. So in other words, they're not just giving you an answer. You're seeing the process for how they arrived at that answer because that process is really what they've learned. Uh, you can give an answer and not have a deep understanding of that answer, even if it's correct. So this shows the process behind that. In addition, it measures skills that are not necessarily easy to measure. So in today's day and age of SMART goals, we tend to want to measure things that are easy to measure. But the fact of the matter is, is that the, the skills that we have that aren't so easy to measure are really the ones that are really important. And so what performance assessment allows you to do is to capture these, these um, skills. It could be speaking, it could be working with others, it could be leadership. There are lots of different skills that are very important that you can capture with performance-based assessment that you cannot capture on traditional types of assessments. So what does it look like? Um, so group projects uh, where students are working together in order to uh, create, solve a problem. It could involve planning, research, internal discussion. Um, and then the performance becomes in this group presentation. So the students are taking the culmination of what they've learned and they are capturing it in this performance of a presentation that they're giving as a group. It could be essay, so it can be written. Uh, that is performance, being able to perform of that nature. So they could write a description, they could do an analysis, they could explain something, they could summarize something. Um, and these are obviously at different levels of thinking and understanding, uh, but the, it, you have to ask the question uh, properly in order to elicit the type of, of thinking that you want. So you have to ask an analysis type question if you want students to analyze. If you just want to see if they comprehend or understand something, it might be just asking them to do a summary. But you have to choose wisely on how what that it's going to look like. Uh, it could be experiments. So in science class, uh, students actually being able to perform the experiments is much more important than them knowing what they get at the end. It's the, again, the process of this. And so can they carry out um, these experiments while demonstrating that they have an understanding of the scientific concepts behind them? So that would be an example of performance 
um, assessment. It could be a demonstration. So demonstrations uh, could be you know, something to do with a specific subject area content. It could be procedures. But basically, so if students were showing you that they know how to drive, um, you wouldn't just give them a test uh, for that. You, in other words, a written test where they tell you how to drive, they would actually have to go out and drive. They have to demonstrate that they know how to drive. And so that's what demonstrations allow you to do is they actually show you that students know what it is that they they uh, claim to, to be able to do. Portfolios are a good, a good way to do this as well. Portfolios are a collection of the student work. Uh, and so this shows their progress over the course of uh, nine weeks or a semester or a year. Uh, and then students reflect upon the different aspects of their portfolio. So why should you do performance-based assessment? Um, keep in mind that, again, it captures skills that traditional assessments do not capture. So if you wanted to learn how well your students collaborate with others, if you gave them a multiple choice test and asked them to answer those questions, they could probably answer those accurately but still not be good at collaborating with others. They may know what the right answer, but it doesn't mean they're choosing that right answer when it goes to put that into play. So if you truly want to assess how students collaborate with one another, then you have to put them in a situation where they are performing as a group. They are collaborating together. They are taking on specific roles. They are you know, working together to produce something that is better than they could have produced individually. So that, that's an example of performance-based assessment capturing a 21st century skill. Performance-based assessment is more hands-on, so as a result, you have a more enduring understanding. Uh, students aren't just memorizing the facts, but they're having to truly know how to put those facts into play in order to demonstrate that in their performance. And so that means that they're going to have a, you know, a better understanding of what it is, and they're going to be able to remember that years or you know months, years down the road because they capture that in a performance-based assessment. Um, and these are lifelong skills that are going to be really important when they get out in the real world. So, um, so here are three really compelling reasons why you should do performance-based assessment. The first one is, think about careers that people have. Uh, it, they typically center on performances. You, as a teacher, your job is completely performance-based assessment. And when you're evaluated with a rubric, your your evaluator comes in and they're judging the performance. You're not taking a test to show them that you know what you're doing. You're performing your job. And so a lot of careers are like this, where you actually have to, you have to perform in order to demonstrate your, you know, what it is that you do for your career. Um, it also prepares students for life outside of, of school. So even life is a performance. So if I'm cooking a meal, that is a performance. I have to, you know, get all the ingredients correct. I have to follow the recipe. I have to time things correctly. I have to heat things correctly, so on and so forth. This is a performance. And a lot of things in life are performances, driving to and from work, uh, you know, interacting with your kids. These are all performance. Um, and so being able to, you know, to do a performance-based assessment in school is going to better ready students for in life when they're doing performance assessments. And lastly, and more immediate, is that students get real bored with traditional learning. Uh, you know, they've taken a lot of tests, but them being able to do a performance can be much more powerful. It can be much more exciting. As the teacher, it can be much more exciting. So instead of having to, you know, grade a multiple choice test where you're going through and indicating whether they put the right letter, you're actually getting to see something unfold in front of you. You're getting to see that learning. So another advantage is it's really good for science and math. And I'm not going to go through all of these, but the National Science Foundation, um, 
of science and engineering, they really like the idea of performance-based assessments for a couple of reasons. One is it allows students to create their own response rather than picking a canned response. Uh, you can get lucky and pick something that's correct even if you don't know it. But a performance assessment really forces you to come up with your own answer. So you have to really understand what it is you're doing. It, it also concentrates on the problem solving process. So again, in real life and in, in your career, you do a lot of problem solving. So students getting used to this idea of how to solve problems, how to, you know, uh, you know performance assessment that shows how they solve these problems is going to be really valuable for them uh, when they get, you know, in, in real life. Some of the skills that performance-based assessment can teach um, are these, these are examples of 21st century skills, but these are all ones that can be taught public speaking, problem solving, critical thinking, collaboration, information literacy, creativity, adaptability, and self-direction. These are all difficult to capture with um, traditional assessments, uh, but having a performance assessment, you can capture these. And so you're, you're teaching your kids 21st century skills rather than just teaching them content that can be forgotten and never or never used again. The other thing for the teacher is that um, it, I liked as a teacher performance-based assessment is I got to directly see the learning of the students and like I said, the process of their learning. Uh, it made things more interesting. So you have interesting assessments. And so as a result, you know, I, I was, it was exciting to watch a performance rather than, you know, having to grade, you know, a bunch of, of assessments that didn't really, weren't exciting or not really interactive. Uh, I liked it also because I thought performance assessment was more um, ready for higher order thinking skills. So what I mean by that, it, they naturally fit into performance assessments. It's very difficult to write a higher level thinking multiple choice question or a matching or true and false, where there's traditional methods. Um, but with performance assessment, you can definitely get kids into that upper level of blooms, the creating, the evaluating, and the analyzing. Um, and lastly, I, I like an active classroom. I like kids to be on their toes, to have hands-on learning, you know, so kinesthetic learning. So we want to make sure that they're active in their learning. And performance assessment really allows you to have active student learning. There are various types, probably hundreds of types of performance-based assessment. But for my purposes, I narrowed it down to these 10. Um, and so these could, these are journals uh, where students are, are keeping their reflections or their thoughts or their feelings could be one type, could be an oral presentation. So that 21st century skill of public speaking, students are actually having to present to you. It could be role playing. I always wanted students to be in the shoes of others. So as much as possible, I tried to have them debate or mock trial or take on the role of someone from the past in order to learn what it was like to be in that person's shoes. Or if it were, you know, if we were doing a book, put them in as the character of that book and how would they feel about those things. Debate and speech is another really good one. Um, having them, that's the, uh, you know, the public speaking aspect as well. Group discussion. So having them discuss things as a group. So you as the teacher don't always have to have the answers. The, the students may have really insightful things to share. Doing an interview with someone, I, I try to do this even with my young students or have them interview someone to learn about rather than just read it in a book or watch it on a YouTube video or whatever. But you know, when, I, when students were doing their career projects for me, they had to interview someone from the career that they were considering. And they found these interviews to be really helpful because you could ask any question that you wanted um, and it would give you insight into, you know, more so than it would if you were reading it in a book, they would give you a more honest and open answer, most likely. Portfolios. 
like I said, it was a collection of work. Um, essays, so giving students an essay is a performance-based assessment. Essays tend can be open-ended, they can be uh, you know, higher level thinking, and so essays are a great way to do that. Research papers are just a, a more you know, uh, robust version of an essay where they actually have to have a thesis and they have to defend that thesis and they have to have a conclusion just like an essay, but it's just usually of greater length and involves um, a greater amount of research. And then finally is exhibition where students are actually putting on display things that they have done to show what they have learned. So it might be that they're doing creating creating an artifact and demonstrating that or they're creating you know something on a piece of art that shows that they learn what they need to learn. So this is it just stands for itself. The challenging thing about performance-based assessments is how do you assess them or how do you measure them? And the best way to do that are rubrics. And I'm not going to go into great detail on rubrics because I have a Todd talk on that. So if you want to check out how to make rubrics that can um, accurately assess performance performance assessments, then you can check out that Todd talk. In addition, I talked about all of these kind of quickly. So if you want to know informa more information about performance assessment and how you can use that in your classroom, you can always check out my book, which is called Performance-Based Assessments from Proofrock Press.